This is Tennessee Talks with United States Congressman Tim Burchett. Hello, I'm Congressman Tim Burchett, and welcome back to Tennessee Talks. Today, I'm joined by my very good friend, Congressman Jared Moskowitz uh, from the great state of Florida. Jared and I serve on two committees together, Foreign Affairs and the Oversight and Accountability Committees. Uh, we usually talk about UFOs or UAPs as some of the new folks to the to the, the deal call it. But, but when we're together today, we're going to talk about the ongoing conflict in Israel. And Jared, I want to thank you for joining me today, brother. Well, thanks, Tim. Thanks for having me. Let's start from the beginning. Can you give my listeners a brief overview of what's going on in Israel right now? So right now, um, shortly after uh, they got a number of hostages out, the talks broke down with Hamas because Hamas refused to release additional women and children. And so Israel now is back to prosecuting the war on Hamas uh, now in southern Gaza. Uh, And so, you know, they're trying to continue to find Hamas wherever they are uh, in order to root them out uh, of the Gaza Strip, not just for Israel's security, but also, quite frankly, freeing the Palestinian people from the controls of Hamas, because we've seen Hamas use them as human shields. We've seen Hamas locate weapons in kindergartens and in hospitals. And there can never be a Palestinian state so long as Hamas is in control. So this is this is necessary for the region to move forward so that there can be a two-state solution and there can be a Palestinian state. And they can link the Gaza Strip and the West Bank, but that's never going to happen so long as Hamas remains in control of Gaza. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but did they not vote in Hamas as their ruling power? No, they did. And, they did. And, and people forget one of the ways Hamas came to power is they killed Palestinians yeah. in a coup. Yeah. Okay. It was, it, was, it was, they were killing people in the Gaza Strip that were part of the Fatah party was right. how Hamas came to power. Of course, no one likes to talk about that. They only like to talk about when, when Jews are involved. Right. And I agree with you there. Um, you've been very outspoken about your support for Israel, and you voted to stand with Israel, which I thought was a good stand, obviously. And you condemned Hamas, even when it wasn't a unanimous vote in your party. And frankly, it wasn't in ours. Um, why do you think supporting Israel and the Jewish community is so important to you personally? I know you're Jewish, but well, obviously. Well, I mean, look, there's, you know, let's bifurcate that out because I really think it's two separate things. And we see that what's going on. Bifurcate. Yeah, is, that a, is that a Florida word? It, it, that word is coming to Tennessee. We haven't sent it to you yet, but okay. it'll be, it'll be there. You. It'll be there soon. I'll look for it. We'll email it. Um, so the answer is, is that Israel is important because of what happened at the Holocaust. Right. First of all, this is the Jewish land. We were expelled from the land. We have a tie to the land for thousands of years. But but after the Holocaust, the world decided it was clear that there needed to be a safe home for the Jewish people. Right. And Truman, um, he was urged by, wasn't a, a Jewish friend of his towards, the, I can't remember the exact story, but it was, he was not in that camp, so to speak. Right. And, although he, rec- although eventually when he got there, yeah. he recognized it within several minutes yeah, yeah. Uh, of it being, of it being established. Of being established. And, yeah. And, and look, you're, you're talking about that came on the heels of the systematic extermination of the Jewish people by Hitler in Germany, right. where, you know, they were six con- million concentration camps. Yeah, Hitler killed ten million people. Ten million people, six million Jews went through uh, extermination uh, under Hitler in Germany and throughout Europe as he, you know, marched his way, you know, seizing country after country. That's why Israel is so important. And now it's important because it's a democracy. It's an ally in the region. Uh, it brings order in the area. 
Um, you know, there's a lot of reasons why it's important today. Why why is it important, you know, you know, for, to support the Jewish community? I mean, we're a minority. I, I know people don't want to give me and Jews a minority status because we don't look like uh, minorities. You look like me. Um, but there's only 15 million Jews. Maybe not in, as handsome, but you do look like me. Yeah, I'm definitely not as handsome, Tim. Um, as you said, you, the camera, you look great on 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 the tube. <laughs> do they still have tubes, tube TVs by you? You still see the tube TVs? No, no. no we, do. we do have eight tracks, but just no tubes. It's good to hear. Um, but, I mean, you, there's 15 million Jews in the entire world, not in the U.S. In the whole, in the whole planet, there's 15 million of us. Um, and, and there would have been 250 million of us if not for the Holocaust. And so we, we are a minority and we have, and we are a persecuted minority and we get blamed for everything. Um, and, and it's important for everybody else to stand up for us because, you know, if Jews are persecuted, then it's the next and it's the next. And we have to fight against hatred regardless of where it comes from, uh, at, at all, at, at all times. Um, and, and we can't let the misinformation uh, and conspiracy theory about Jews, you know, be per- pervasive. Another word yeah. I'll send you. Uh, I use you know, that word. It's good. Do you like yeah, that word? Yeah, it's good. good. Hey, one thing I do want to say, you know, it always strikes me as it's odd that that um, you hear about, you know, white supremacists, Nazis, what have you, um, are, are critical of Jews. And then they claim to be Christians when Jesus, in fact— was a Jew. Yeah. To me, that just seems, uh, uh, it just seems ironic, if not weird. I, you know, I, you I know. said this uh, on, I think it was Fox the other day. I said, you know, bipartisanship is waning in this country, except when it comes to being an anti-Semite, right? There seems to be plenty of people on the left and the right that agree that Jews are the problem. Uh, and it, 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 it's something that's been under the surface for a while, and it's bubble, but it's now bubbling up. They're seizing yeah. on this opportunity. Right. Look, I, there shouldn't be a ceasefire until Hamas is removed uh, in Israel. But look, that's a foreign policy position that people can advocate for. Right. But when you see these rallies and you see people holding up signs that say gas the Jews, kill the Jews, that's a foreign policy of Hitler. Yeah. Uh, and and we can't let that be normalized. Well, I know there's a lot of conflict. This goes right into my next question. A lot of conflict in the U.S. about Israel. And, um, and a lot of folks come out pretty strong against Israel. Um, why do you think that that Israel is so controversial in the United States? Because we like to make everything simple, right? So we like to say things like you're either good or bad, right? You're either the oppressor or you're the oppressed, right? Well, if we look at Israel, it's flourishing. It's doing well. Yeah. It's making peace with its neighbors. If you look at Gaza, it's not doing well. Why? Because the leaders of Hamas took billions of dollars that they were given, and instead of building universities and hospitals and schools, water. they built they, yeah. water, power, right, hotels, right? I mean, it is a beautiful area of the world that they have, quite frankly. And instead, they, they stole the money from the Palestinians. They invested in tunnels. Why is the leader of Hamas worth $5 billion? And living in did, Qatar. Did he invent a tech company? No, no he, he stole, stole that money. money. He stole all that money. So if you want to know why Gaza didn't look great before the war, it's because Hamas took all the money from the people. Uh, and, and so, you know, again, Israel looks like the oppressor, you know, on its face. Um, but that's not the case. It's Hamas that committed this act of war uh, against Israel. Uh, it was Israel who left the Gaza Strip 
20 years ago and said, here you go. In fact, Israel made Jews leave Gaza in order to turn it over to the Palestinians and hope that we would eventually get a Palestinian state. But of course, they turned deal down after deal down. I also think you see the hatred against Israel because, you know, our good friends, kidding, of course, in Russia and China are feeding misinformation to young people on yeah. TikTok. Yeah. Just false pictures. They're showing them pictures of what happened in Syria, that Assad, when he killed his own people, gassed, gassed hundreds of thousands of people. They're showing, you know, pictures of, you know, babies getting killed. And by the way, war <laughs> is horrible. People die in war. Kids die in war. But the only one responsible for doing that is Hamas. Hamas started the war, and Hamas is using these kids as human shields. Yeah. Um, I, I and so that's why I think you see the, the, the anger and the hatred towards Israel. Okay. Um, I really want a shorter answer, but I'll take that one. No problem. All right. Um, since the conflict between Israel and Hamas started, what do you think of the U.S.'s response so far? Well, look, I think I think Biden has is it's a ten out of ten on this issue for me, because let's start with the bigger problem. This was really an opportunity for Iran to take advantage and start the war that Iran has wanted to start and right. talked about, wiping Israel off the face of the earth, dragging the U.S. into it, right? Russia getting us to get in, bogged down here to to so that we're not helping in Ukraine, and Biden stopped that from happening. He moved. You know, the aircraft carriers into position. He, he, you know, he used diplomacy behind the scenes. He built a coalition and I Iran didn't. Yeah, there's little skirmishes here and there, he, but Iran didn't get involved. And then Hezbollah didn't get involved yeah. either. So I, that is a huge victory I, to I keep think, this up. I, and yeah, think. I think um, somebody, uh, I heard an Israeli um, high up basically said that was their not talked about mistress where they would, um, you know, they'd, you know, they'd have to say on the surface, oh, we don't approve of that. But then that really where it stopped. Um, I can remember one time when Israel did something, they they launched an attack on somebody. And it was, um, I can't remember who it was at the time, but I think they were developing nukes. And, um, and you know, and the world was outraged. And Reagan said something like, yeah, y'all don't do that anymore. <laughs> and that was about it. You know, and it's yeah. the same type and of thing. And think deal. about it. I mean, Joe Biden... Right for all the knocks he gets, got on Air Force One and flew to Israel right after this yeah, attack. I did think that was a pretty gutsy move. You know, I agree and, with you, and, and and embraced not just Netanyahu, but but embraced the country. Yeah, and let the country know, quite frankly, that the commitment they made to Israel was good. With that was that that's what that was about, which was we've made this commitment to you, Israel as a country, and we're here to deliver on our promise. Uh, and, and so. You know, while you and I, I think have disagreements on on the president on a myriad of issues, I really think on Israel. I think he's done what a president should do in this situation. Okay, okay. Um, after the conflict is over, what do you see the future for Israel and its people? Well, I really think that this is an opportunity for two things to happen simultaneously. One, which is once they once they get rid of Hamas's military capability right my hope is is that israel will make a deal with the saudis which was very close and in the work in the works and simultaneously as a result of that deal we will create a palestinian state with gaza and the west bank um uh with new leadership and money from you know the arab world to rebuild this area to give them real education real health care and a real country but that country has to recognize Israel. And I think if that can happen, 
this moment and the people who died as a result of this war, I, th I think if we look at, if that's what comes out of this, it will be a seminal moment for the Middle East. Right. Um, and if it doesn't, then it'll be a missed opportunity by people in the region who have turned down other peace deals. I mean, Yasser Arafat turned down East Jerusalem as the capital of the Palestinian state. How many young people know that? How many young people know that, that the Palestinian leader turned down a state, the West Bank, the Gaza Strip, right to return East Jerusalem? Turn it down. And so I'm hopeful that the Arab world unites with Israel and, and makes this happen and gives it to them and says, here, and we link Gaza and the West Bank because otherwise... 10, 15, 20 years, we'll be right back in this situation again. If not sooner. If not sooner. All right. This is the part where you get to ask me anything you'd like, Jared. Um, okay. So uh, I'm sure you saw the news. Speaker McCarthy is leaving Congress. Um, what, are your, what are your thoughts on that? I wish him well. I hope he's, he, uh, he's happy in his new endeavors. That's it? That's all I get? That's all you get. So, okay, I'm going to make it more complicated. All right. So you know, I always think politics and timing, like politics and timing go along, right? Like sometimes people win or lose races based on timing. Timing is everything. Do you, do you think if uh, October 7th had happened first, before the speaker vote, do you think that, that's, that the removal of Kevin McCarthy doesn't happen? Because okay, October, October 7th. Fresh my memory. October uh, the, the massacre in Israel, like oh. the, the war. Do you think that that factors in? Because like sometimes, sometimes foreign events – change things domestically. Yeah. You know, my, my brain often thinks about that. And it goes back to like the timing in politics where like, right. you know, that happened at a time of relative calm versus now a time of real uncertainty in the foreign area. Yeah. I, I don't know that it would have been brought up at that time, actually. I think it probably would have, um, would have waited for a different time. Right. See, that's my point, right? It's just, just an interesting kind of, yeah. you know, political tidbit that it just goes to show you t politics and timing are are a real marriage sometimes a divorce sometimes a divorce yeah <laughs> well jared i want to thank you so much for joining me today uh, the state of florida is lucky to have you and i'm i'm glad i got you as a good friend i often talk about you um i always say god has given you an incredible brain and you um it, um I'm, I'm envious of your it's a smart brain but no, it's good i don't it works I'm not, little I'm tiny not. brain yeah but it works it sure as heck does Anyway, I'm Congressman Tim Burch, and I want to thank you all for listening to another episode and watching another episode of Tennessee Talks. I don't know why they keep putting listening in my notes, but they need to change that. Um, but anyway, I want to thank you all so much for joining for another episode of Tennessee Talks. I'm Congressman Tim Burch, and thank you all for sending me here. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for having me. Right on. It's my pleasure, babe. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tennessee Talks. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Keep up with Congressman Burchett by following Rep. Tim Burchett on Twitter and Instagram and Congressman Tim Burchett on Facebook and YouTube.